Yes, what is going on everyone? Welcome back to the Rugby Muscle Podcast. I'm your host as always, TJ, and today we are going to talk about something that is incredibly powerful, not necessarily specific to the details of what you should be doing with your strength and conditioning, but something that is incredibly powerful and can make a huge difference with your progress in the long term and a little bit in the short term too, but also with your overall sort of I guess happiness and and uh, and fulfillment in your life as a person, but in this situation, of course, we're talking about rugby strength and condition, and as it pertains to this, absolutely, this does apply. So let's get into the goal setting podcast. So we've done goal setting before. It's something that I've always been very bullish on, um, and I think it's something that is going to be incredibly valuable to you. Um, of course, this is a perfect time to discuss this as the podcast will be released between Christmas and New Year's. So maybe you're listening to this and you've you've got a few minutes where you've been able to get away from the hecticness of all of the family obligations or something. And you want to be able to figure out what it is that you want to achieve in the new year or you're just deciding on what it is exactly that you can do. And this podcast is designed to help you if that's the case, or if you're someone that just wants to play your best rugby and wants to um, make sure that you do everything in your power to do that. And I say everything within your power. So we're not talking unrealistic expectations. We're talking about what you can actually achieve. Maximizing that, again, this episode is for you. And I've always been really bullish on goal setting. Um, so much so, obviously, here that it's the second episode in this sort of sequential um, rugby strength and conditioning breakdown that I'm doing with this podcast um, with regards to it being just after the the ground zero, building your program from nothing. I did that first so that you can understand exactly what the scope of rugby strength and conditioning looks like. And now we want to figure out what that scope looks like for you and and which direction you want to take it. So we'll get into how I've changed my mind with it um, in a second. But first, I I have to recommend or ask you guys to please hit the three dots, give us a five-star review on Spotify, give a thumbs up on the YouTube, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I don't think you can do anything on Google Podcasts. And if you have any questions for the Q&A pods or if you wish to leave just a comment for the algorithm or even potentially leave your goals in the comments in the YouTube section or in the three dots. And if you click Q&A on the Spotify feed, you can leave a comment there as well. As you will have listened to last week, those questions got answered um, straight away. So that's a really good way to get some good questions asked and then answered from me is by leaving a a comment in the Q&A on Spotify. And of course, I haven't asked you guys to do this for a while, but share it with a teammate. I get to grow the show, or that gets to grow the show. You get a teammate that is going to be a better player. You get to help them out. Then you can also discuss them and have ideas bouncing back and forth. It just how it's win, 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 win. Everyone's a winner if you just recommend the show to a teammate. Or what would be even more amazing, the best way really you can help the most um, way I can really easily see it as well is uh, just take a screenshot and tag me at Rugby Muscle on Instagram, post it to your story. 
show everyone that you you're already before the new year's even started put in uh the intention to take action for the for 2024 and so yeah setting goals is really going to be something that i think you people either do subconsciously or they do you know they make a big uh, thing of it i was definitely someone that made a big thing of it and i still do it in that way but i, I don't set it i've definitely changed the way i do it so um, previously i would really try to make my goals as tangible as possible um time time bound so we can really reach the end of the goal or rent reach the end of the time frame for that goal and be able to just whether i achieved it or not i'm not so much of that ilk at the minute um and i'll i guess i'll get into why because we can't really know where that goal is going to take us so for example to just to highlight the power of goals what was it four years ago now in 2019 is that four or five years ago um on this very podcast uh back in the early days i set myself um the goal of being able to have a more environmentally friendly way of eating and then i made that like that was my tangible goal and I had no idea where that was going to take me. And right now I am a vegan, quote unquote, athlete. I, I am as plant-based as there is. I haven't eaten meat since January or February of that year because my original short-term goal from that was to say, okay, now I'm not going to, I'm going to only buy organic meat and eat organic meat. And then maybe if I'm out at a friend's house, I won't worry. I was like sort of a flexitarian to start with. It wasn't even a flexitarian because I would still eat my own organic meat. If I was out, I'd still buy meat, whatever. Um, and then that just, that just snowballed and that's, that's the power of, of goal. Same thing for jujitsu. I just said, I'm going to go twice a week and that's it. Um, and at the end of the year, I was a blue belt and now I am a grappler with yeah four and a half years plus or so of experience. Um, British title under my belt, South American title under my belt. Um, and yeah, just, it's something that I do everywhere I go and it's an important part of my life and so I think the power is still underrated as to how powerful goals can be but I think we we restrict ourselves a little bit too much as to how that needs to be and that allows us a little bit too cheaply to be able to give up or forget about these goals so um, let's discuss how I've changed my mind and how we want to implement these goals first step you want to do is and this is going to sound really woo woo but you want to establish a long-term vision um and this will be for one year's time or even further down the line like there's, there's no time horizon on this there's, there's no timeline for this right it's years to come it's it's who you want to be it's not what you want to achieve what you want to have achieved anything overly tangible it's who you want to be Okay, it's incredibly important to have that long-term vision. I call it a North Star when I'm working with my clients to deal with this. Um, and what we do is we get a clear vision so that they can sort of stay motivated and focus, but also from that. So it's, there's a motivation and focus element as to, okay, this is exactly who I want to be. I'm pumped. Yeah, you're no longer hashtag sacrificing to win or doing anything as a grind or anything. You're just living the life that you you are wanting to live because this is what you want. 
right? And if it wasn't what you want, then this isn't, then, then change your goal, change your vision, because that's not what you want. Change your vision to be something that you want to achieve, that you want to be, that you want to play. And when I say what you want to achieve, I don't mean any tangible achievements. I mean, achieve being the person that you want to be. All right. So this obviously gives a really good guiding light for your overall training. All right. For example, if you're someone who wants to score a ton of tries and to be a really good sevens player, you're not going to spend five or six sessions a week doing bodybuilding training, right? Getting as big as possible and doing no speed work. Likewise, if you want to be a really impactful scrummager or something, then same thing. You're not going to spend all your time doing it. It guides your training as to how you want to play, the athlete you want to be, the person that you want to be, and it guides that um, as far as your training and performance objectives go. But it also right, allows you to say, okay, this is the life I want to live. This is the person I want to be, right? Not just um, right, how you want to... Uh, perform or whatever but it's how you want to live right it's not just i want to be someone i want to perform this way i want to be someone who performs this way and how do you be someone who performs this way you train with those things in mind right those things don't just appear those things are are, are worked for right if you this isn't to apply to rugby is a is a really good example if you want to run a sub three hour marathon right you can't just run a sub three hour marathon. You have to be the person that runs a sub three hour marathon. That means X amount of training, right? That means um, sleep. That means like, and I say X amount of training, not just X amount of training over a, you know, this, a series of months, maybe even years, but also training per week, right? That all is the person that is able to run a three hour marathon. It's not just, I want to run a three-hour marathon. How can I do that with the least amount of work possible? A person that can run a three-hour marathon isn't going to think that, unless they've already done it, unless they've already lived that life. You know what I mean? So you have to become that person. And what that then does is, it, in a weird way, it sort of takes the pressure off, right? Because once you're living that life, you don't feel bad for eating a bad meal or skipping a session because you just go right back to living the life that you're living, right? You can even, you can have two weeks off. You can have a week off. You can have a month off, right? You know that because you're going to live the life that uh, to achieve the end goal or the person that you want to be, and that's obviously always changing as well, you have to, you or you will go back to living that way, right? So there's no panic if you gorge on, a, a bag of sweets or there's no panic if you get a few too many mince pies over a Christmas period there's no panic if you didn't train between uh, December 20th and uh, January 1st because you know you're going to go right back to it and it's just a matter of time till you achieve it or till you get to the end result or the end person that you want to be and then you're living that life and then even when you're living that life you're, you're going to be focused on the next thing. You're going to continually be moving forward or you're going to sit back and be content and then you'll, you'll still make another goal because that's what being a human is all about. And so I think that's the biggest power when it comes to setting goals. This isn't, there's no timeline for this. This is just figure out who you want to be and then just being that person time and time again. And it's and it's not a process that's that's done overnight. It's not a process that you can just say, this is how I want to live. 
okay, I'm an expert. Or this is how I want to live. Ah, oh, fucked up. I guess I can't do that. No, it's, it's a continual work in progress for years. And then even when you do achieve it, then you put in the work to, to keep it, right? And if you're able to keep it, it's only because you've put in the work. If you go right back to living your old life that wasn't in alignment with your goal, you're going to go back to the old person that wasn't in alignment with that goal. So it's not just um, making a sacrifice to get to the end goal. It's actually, this is how you want to live. And that reframing is, is really powerful. And I think that in itself is one of the most powerful parts of goal setting. It's something that I didn't really... Um, I didn't really convey because I thought it's it's all about the long term uh the long term outputs and and how that's going to con- be how th- those are going to be constructed okay but this north star is is basically everything okay because everything gets guided by this north star and it like a north star right you just continually follow it until I don't know you meet baby Jesus or you reach to where you want to be right if you if you're in LA and you want to walk to New York, you know which direction you're going to walk and you're going to keep walking there. And you'll what you're going to find is there's going to be days where you walk in a complete wrong direction or there's going to be days where you just don't get up at all. But you only don't you only guarantee yourself that you're never going to get to New York if you stop and if you quit, right? As long as you're keeping trying, even if you're going not quite the right way, even if you take 3 days off or even if you you know, take a week off, you get back on and you start going again. Once you've got that long-term North Star, you're also then much more able, more capable of making good, informed decisions about what you want to achieve with your training, with your nutrition, with your lifestyle. You're not doing ice baths because someone told you that's good, right? You're not doing... Uh, a special superset with bench press and flies because someone told you that's what you got to do. You're saying, no, actually, I'm, my upper body strength is where it needs to be. I need to focus on something else, right? It, it allows you to say no to a lot of things. It allows you to figure out what you're supposed to say yes to because you now have your guiding, your guiding star, your guiding light, where you want to achieve, who you want to be. And so what does that, what do you want to train in order to do that? Um, or how do you need to train? How do you need to perform on the pitch? How do you need to, um, yeah, what do you need to be doing in the gym, in life? What, and so like, even, you can even work this goal setting from the flip side, right? So you could actually look at your schedule and say, what's the most realistic schedule that you can stick to as far as training goes that doesn't, that lives in alignment with how you want to live? training the amount that you want to train, but also, you know, still giving up your, your own time for your family, your social, your working life, all of that stuff. You're not sacrificing again. So, so incredibly important to not look at training as a sacrifice. You're looking at your, 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 your long-term outcomes that you can then achieve as a result of that training, right? So if you can only train two or three times a week, all you can do is either extend out your time horizon or I don't want to say be more realistic, but look at what the best possible outcome you can achieve is you can achieve as a result of the amount that you're willing to train the best possible outcome. And that's much like the best possible. You can achieve amazing things training just two or three times a week over the course of years. Amazing things like 
better than 99 you get better results than 99% of everyone else because you're doing those two to three sessions in alignment the whole time and once you've got that right you've got your long term then we can start towards we can start to work towards those goals by setting some long and short term performance slash implementation goals not outcome goals performance slash implementation right so what do i mean by performance slash implementation or actually what do i mean by outcome right outcome goals are focused on the end result there's something uh that is not entirely in your control right winning a championship uh, getting selected on a team getting x amount of caps um, winning a league whatever it is scoring x amount of tries these are things that like are easily measurable but they're not really in your control so having those things in mind is cool but i don't think you need to base success or failure off of that off of those metrics a much better way to look at it is um to look at the actions and behaviors that are in your control that would contribute to those outcomes that you want to achieve so if you have a coach that doesn't like you what's the what are all the things that are in your control that you can do to get selected in the position that you want to play and play as much rugby as you want to play go about doing those and if that eventually means that you know i spoke about this on a previous podcast like a while back if he's never selecting you maybe it does mean that you change team but it's whatever it is that is you know it's unless you specifically state that you must be playing for this team then having this alignment just helps you so much so anyway focusing on you know your own your own factors so you know the amount of training that you're getting in what you're doing with your training the consistency of your training like performance or implementation goals what are you going to do in the next three to six months on a weekly basis on a on a daily basis what are the actions that you can take that are completely within your control measure those and then you can see how your your and you don't even necessarily have to measure them because if you're living in alignment with that big long-term vision you you're going to know whether you're doing it or not right and sometimes the measurement is good because it's just a bit of a reassurance that you are living in alignment with what you want to do you know, sometimes we can, we're very easy to beat ourselves up saying that we're not achieving what we're supposed to achieve when we're actually doing everything within our power. And so rather than quit, as we said, you just keep it moving and eventually, you know, everything's going to, going to fall in your path and going to work out for you. Um, I think, I think that's a big one, right? We look too often at things that are out of our control and beat ourselves up that we didn't achieve things that are out of our control whether we did or did not um, actually do the things that were in our control that would have led to that, right? So if your team wins the game, but you played like shit, yeah, right? The outcome is what you wanted, but you'll still probably feel a little bit something nagging in the back of your head because you didn't quite perform as you wanted to perform. But maybe performing as you wanted to perform isn't quite in your control, so then you look back at your training. Okay, did you do everything with your training you could have? Maybe, or maybe not. And so this is how we kind of attack goal setting from a a two-pronged approach, like really two kind of ends of the spectrum as far as like your vision that is really not measurable at all. You just kind of know it. You never know when you've achieved it. You're never actually going to achieve it. And then something really measurable, such as 
X amount of sessions a week or X amount of calories per day or X amount of meals, X, whatever the, whatever the goal is, right? Because then you've got that measurable uh, performance and intentional goal to really back up whether you are living in alignment with your, your, your long-term North Star, your long-term vision. Because if you're, if you're not, then you'll see that because you're not doing those things that you set out to do. However, those things that you can measure are only an indicator. They're not, they're not everything, right? So say if you said, I'm going to do two conditioning sessions a week for six months in order to achieve my long-term vision of being a relentless flanker that never stops like in a, in a game and then you break your leg, you're not living out of alignment because you broke your leg because you're not training your condition. Likewise, maybe you could still get, no, you can get in the pool. What could you do? You could do an upper body set, like uh, conditioning. Or, you know, you just, you just, these, uh, these performance implementation goals are going to be anywhere from what, like three to six months at a time, uh, maybe as short as six weeks, but they are a lot more to do with not any real performance outcome, but what you are doing, right? It's a way of measuring if you, and it's, it's not the be all and end all. It's just a great way of, of measuring whether you are really living in alignment with that long-term vision and obviously if it if you are failing at this implementation goal it means one of what three things it either means number one you need to change you need to get better you need to improve you need to a bit of a kick up the ass could be sometimes it need, it means that actually your long-term vision isn't how you want to live your life like you're actually not prepared to make the uh, priorities in that way that you thought you did and only in trying to do as much as you can, right? Say you said, okay, I'm going to be the person that makes five gym sessions a week. Maybe that's just not realistic, right? So you now, you then sort of taper down your your long-term vision and maybe you just, you can either set a longer time horizon and just say, okay, I don't, I don't need to be the, this amazing in, uh, one year maybe I'll give myself 18 months or maybe I, it doesn't really matter right I just give myself a little bit of slack because maybe I'm not prepared to do that much or you completely change what it is you want to achieve either because you made a conscious decision or because subconsciously you forgot and subconsciously you forgot that's when you go back to the kick up the ass or if it is what you want to achieve and you've changed your mind about your long-term vision then you don't need this goal you need to change what that goal is and so this works in both the short term and the long term, you know, so I said that from anywhere from six weeks to six months, you want to be able to get things as measurable as possible. And you want these things to be as single minded, single sighted as possible. All right. The long term vision, you can you can try to achieve everything. You can try to be big, strong, fast, ripped, uh, uh, powerful, agile. Um, also really fun and a top lad on the beers. You can try and do everything, right? Long term. Short term, no chance. No chance you're going to be able to do all of those things at the same time. 
probably need to get really, really fit first, or you need to work on getting as muscular as possible first, or both of those two things at the same time. Two things you can probably do, but to get as fit as possible first, to get as muscular as possible for, uh, in at the same time, and to get really, really fast, and also be a top lad on the beers all at the same time, not going to do it. No chance. So instead, you'd be as single-minded, singly focused as possible, maybe set two, maybe three. The issue I see people run into here is that instead of saying, okay, I want to run, instead of whittling that down, they say, okay, I want to be, my first goal is that I want to be strong, fast, and powerful. And I'm like, no, that's already three things. So that's not first, you know, and, and, and it goes from there. You have to, you have to prioritize. That's the point of prioritization. That's the point of setting these goals in the short term is to tell everything else to fuck off because that can't be prioritized. The whole point is of prioritizing is one to two things, right? If everything's a priority, nothing's a priority because that's the whole definition, all right, of, of, of setting out these priorities. Um, so, yeah, set yourself one to three things that you want to consistently hack away at, make it measurable, and consistently check in. And this is where the weekly intentions come in, right? I think weekly intentions are really important because you can review them on a weekly basis and you can see before it's too late whether things are starting to slip out of alignment or give yourself regular pats on the back because you're doing exactly what is necessary. I've never been impressed by someone that's been able to stick with a program for two or three weeks. But the ability to stick with a program for two to three weeks should be fuel to then continue. You shouldn't expect to achieve amazing results in that period of time. But you can look back and see that you're able to stay consistent for that period of time, which then means you can still stay consistent for two or three more weeks and then two or three more weeks. And all of a sudden you've strung together six months of living in perfect alignment and you've changed completely who you are as an athlete. And so you do not just the the long and the short-term implementation goals, but you do the weekly intentions and you revisit them every week. And sometimes you're going to have failed. But that fail is either a learning experience as far as what you could do better or it's a learning experience of maybe you set your expectations a little bit more realistic or it's a learning experience as sometimes weeks just get away from you and that's okay. It's okay if one week gets away from you. It's okay if maybe two weeks get away from you. It's okay if you have a week where, like I say, you, you, you're someone that wants to lose 100, 100 pounds, 50, 50-ish kilos, right? Having a week where you're not where you're going off your diet plan isn't a disaster unless that week then becomes the norm, right? Having one week off, I mean, I don't know why you would, right? Why would you want like unless it's just impossible as far as, um, as far as like implementation goes? But if you really want to be that person long term, and, and this is where that long term vision comes back and is incredibly powerful, if you really want to be that person long term, then you're going to be that person. You don't need to take a week off because why would you take a week off from who you are, right? Who you want to be. And if you do, and if you make that decision, that's fine. You then go back to whatever it is that you want to achieve and who it is that you want to be to achieve those things. And that, to me, is a much better way to look at goal setting. So figure out, 
who it is that you want to be to achieve the things that you want to achieve. Okay. That's number one, long term. And I'm talking years. I'm talking this, this, this is a, a North Star. You might not ever reach it, but it's setting everything else in alignment. Who it is that you want to be? What is a true aspiration? What are some crazy, tangible, maybe tangible goals that you could achieve with living a life that you want to live? Sort of one and the same. Then from there, what is it that you can take care of for the next three to six months and really make sure that you, you get the ball rolling as far as living that life? And then what is it you can do on a weekly basis to ensure that you meet those three to six months in alignment with everything else? And you just repeat that process forever. And if you find yourself not achieving anything, you find yourself plateauing, you ask yourself, okay, am I living in alignment with that vision? And if I am, something's off, you know? But for the most part, if you're living in alignment with your vision, you ain't going to be plateauing. You're just going to be going so slowly that you might not be seeing that progress. Like, that's where the measurement comes in. That's where, okay, I actually, no, you're right. I was running... I was running 5k in in 30 minutes uh 2 months ago now I'm running now I uh, let me see how fast I can do it oh I can do it in like 23 minutes I've improved loads you know but really you should see that in your progress within your training you shouldn't be able you shouldn't need to test from that now that's that's a that's a topic for another podcast we'll wrap it up there Thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed this one, hit it, give it a thumbs up. Let me know if you have any goals. Let me have any, you know if you have any questions in the comments on Spotify or YouTube. If I've earned your subscription, thank you so much. Hit that subscribe button. It means a lot. Really helps out. Share it with a mate and set your bloody goals. Let's make 2024 fucking awesome for all of us. Cheers.